This is the Thorn Podcast, Performance Edition, the show that navigates the complex world of sports science and explores the latest research in diet, nutritional supplements, and the human body. I'm Joel Totoro, Director of Sports Science at Thorn. As a reminder, statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Any products mentioned are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Thorn Podcast Performance Edition. Uh, joining me today again is Bryce Smith, coach for Team Invictus, CrossFit aficionado. Last time we got into so much about training, performance, life, so we had to have you back, man. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, what's going on? I'm very excited to be here, man. We're, we're in the midst of uh, about to attack the CrossFit semifinals in Las Vegas with a wide assortment of our teams and, and individual athletes. And I'm very fortunate to be, to be on this listening tour, hosting our Invictus Mindset podcast and connecting with some of the world's highest performers. And I'm just so thankful to connect with you guys today and share some of my story associated with Thorne. All right, Bryce, let's get into some questions from our audience. First one, I think, perfect question to start with. Uh, what are the ways you make training fun? I think that is the most important element of training is, you know, having awesome training partners and people that truly see the benefit of being within the space, right? Like it's, it's easy to get burnt out. It's easy to label training as a chore, but we don't have to do this. We get to. And I think, you know, reminding ourselves of that gratitude element, I've been very fortunate to work with the Adaptive Training Academy a little bit. And, you know, sometimes, you know, when we're in low spots, just mentally or going, you know, through the ringer on a tough workout, and we peek over and, you know, we see, you know, Logan Aldrich, the fittest one-armed man in the world doing one-arm double-unders because he lost his arm in a wakeboarding accident, you know, or we see some of these guys coming in in wheelchairs figuring out how to do pull-ups and dips and muscle-ups. It, it's such a great gratitude reminder of like, all right, we have two legs and two arms and, you know, we just need to convince the space between our ears that, you know, this is where we need to be right now. And so, you know, relying on gratitude a little bit, um, it's always fun just having energy and enthusiasm within the gym. You know, I've been very fortunate to have an incredible group of training partners at Invictus throughout the years. You know, some have moved on to other elements of life and some are still present, but through it all, it's been cool. Cause it's like some days you have the smack talk and we're trying to beat each other. Other days it's like, you know, we're dancing to silly music or, you know, crazy hip hop or rap, or some days it's like we hit a big lift and we're super psyched and pumped for each other. Um, you know, and then other days, you know, you get punched in the face. You just got to make fun of yourself. And, you know, th throughout the peaks and valleys of training, I think it's just important to remember that, you know, we're not young, you know, doing the, the, these monkey-like training sessions in a world-class facility forever. And, you know, just really appreciating the moment because there, there will come a time where, you know, we, I think Sam Harris talks about the, the element of the last time. You know, there will be a last time where you do muscle-ups or you handstand walk or you snatch or you do certain things that have this, this jaw-dropping, eyebrow-raising effect to the outside world. And so just realizing that, you know, we, we want to prolong this as long as possible, connect with people, build relationships, and you never know who you might be inspiring. You know, there could be a bystander just walking past, you know, the door who, you know, just lost their job, went through a divorce, and is ex experiencing tremendous back pain, 
depression and PTSD based on the trauma they've experienced. And they may be walking past that door and see you with a big smile on your face, trying to get after a very challenging task. And they may be motivated and inspired to be like, you know what, I'm going to get out of this hole and I'm going to figure out, you know, how to progressively improve my quality of life. And, you know, I, I think also emphasizing the element of bringing the corners of your mouth out by your ears. I'm not really sure, certain why, maybe it's placebo. Maybe I was brainwashed by a coach once upon a time, but through it all, man, I've been in like some very challenging situations and sometimes smiling just makes it a little bit easier. <laughs> and so really, really emphasizing the joy, the gratitude, the relationships, and then obviously striving to, to overcome adversity. Um, I think Joe Rogan talks about it where it's, it's like when you earn your spot on the couch, that couch feels so much better, you know? So, so when you really give your best effort, whatever the outcome may be, you know, only you know what that is, whether that's weight or speed or intensity or whatever it is. And so I think earning that place on the couch is a good way to think of it. And then also be the hero of your own story, right? Like whatever you're doing, try to be a good one whether that's cleaning up chalk in a gym or cleaning up a toilet or, you know, staying and having that rough conversation or, or, or doing the task that you've been putting off for a few weeks. I really do think that, you know, if you give your best effort to the tasks at hand, that, you know, the, you're going to have a pretty solid quality of life. And so by taking all those different intangibles, tossing it into a blender, it makes it a nice digestible smoothie to have a solid training environment. awesome man and i think it's it's so important to realize a tiny bit of effort one way has can have such a big impact you know and it's just why not right yep. there's no cost there's no cost of doing a little bit of extra so mm -hmm. i think that's awesome we have a pretty interesting question from one of our listeners about how you were able to train athletes during covid and then what i think that the better part of the question is what changes do you make and what of those changes do you think may will you keep as things get back to normal yeah for, first and foremost is taking a pause, acknowledging what's, what, what's going on in the world, you know, trying our best to process and digest and just kind of understand like, all right, here's, here's the nature of the world. Here's the why, here are the dangers associated with it. And how, how can we create a real safe space and a good underlying foundation? You know, so, so I just think education and understanding and listening to the experts first. And then from there, thinking like, okay, what do people need right now? And, you know, the, the very first two things that I kind of leaned into are breath work and mobility, right? Because it's like neither of those things really require a ton of equipment. So that, that kind of satisfies almost everybody, right? And so I've been very fortunate to form a relationship with XPT, Laird Hamilton, Gabby Reese, those guys. And, um, their director of performance, PJ Nestler, has become a really good friend. He's educated, motivated, inspired me a ton. Um, if you guys haven't seen that stuff, check them out on the XPT app. And those guys, man, from a breathwork standpoint, just have it dialed in. They don't, they don't claim that it's rocket science that they came up with it all. They take breathwork from yoga, from Wim Hof, from Qigong, from you know, uh, di different forms and fashions of breathwork throughout the world, and they make it a really cool app. And so I kind of use that a little bit to emphasize breathwork, 
mindfulness perspective shifting and integrating like optimal movement mechanics because i'm thinking okay people are at home which means they're sitting more they're probably on their phones more so what are two major things that we're seeing issues with hip mobility and then spinal articulation and and, and, and upper back mobility those are things that typically lead to chronic pain of the low back because the hips are so tight, the psoas then gets tight. And then we're seeing issues of chronic stress within you know, the scalenes and things with regards to the cervical spine and the upper, neck, upper back and neck. And so I think from a triage standpoint, how can we be broad and inclusive and help support everybody? That was just a starting point. You know, and then it became customized conversations as to what people have available. We were very fortunate. Our, our founder and owner at Invictus San Diego, CJ Martin, was really cool. And we did like a cool rental thing where uh, members could come and rent out equipment and kind of have access to a, a, at least a couple things, whether it was a kettlebell or a rower or a barbell. And so then we could customize, you know, our, our communication with those guys to try to create uh, training programs for them. We're very fortunate that one of our coaches uh, Holden Rethwell, um, he's another CrossFit Games athlete, amazing friend of mine, very knowledgeable guy, uh, put together like a home training program with another one of our coaches, Hunter Britt. And so we, we just have this amazing staff that everybody kind of rallied like, okay, how can we best serve our community? And then we divide our members into tribes. So I've got a tribe and, you know, every one of our coaches has an organization of people. And at the end of the day, when you look at like a primal element or the, the, the primal world, like we're tribal creatures, man, we, we crave connection. And so, you know, learning how to appropriately communicate with people, whether it was text or email or tribe emails or Instagram or Facebook, we leaned into it all, man, to say that it wasn't stressful on our side was, uh, is an understatement because at the end of the day, you know, we're striving to the best of our ability to think, okay, you know, we know we're going to take a hit on the business side of things to our membership base a little bit. We don't have physical access to our training facility. But at the end of the day, if we take the rat race and capitalism out of it, we all love what we do to the point where we would do it for free. And, you know, obviously we need to put food on our table and we need to optimize and run a business appropriately. But, you know, within that, I call it gas. Excuse my French, but I call it give a shit. And I think that one of the things that makes in, Invictus as a staff really special is that our coaches really do care. And so, you know, whether it was breath work, a customized training program, a mobility session, you know, I did countless Instagram live workouts. Some of those I did through Invictus. Some of them I partnered with companies like Viori and Born Primitive and REI. And some of these companies that are, are very broad and inclusive within just living a, an active lifestyle. Uh, we tried to encourage people to get outside, go for walks, get some vitamin D. Um, we tried to in incorporate, you know, a hydration protocol. We tried to push people to uh, shop the perimeter of the grocery store, stay out of the aisles where you're going to get things that have a bag and a box. And, you know, when things that come out of a bag in a box, it's typically processed food. It's typically not the best for you. We try to encourage moderation where, you know, a lot of people leaned into, you know, drugs, alcohol, whether that was marijuana or sedatives or caffeine or, you know, different types of drinking too much every single night because they were home and they were bored. And so we tried to, you know, really encourage people that like, hey, if you're going to 
partake in that stuff, typically try to do it in a moderation and B try to do it in like a social setting. And so on Fridays we had like zoom meetups where, you know, sometimes it was, you know, wine and conversation night. Other times, you know, we did games, whether it was poker or, you know, bingo or different things on zoom. Um, we, we, we talked sports sometimes we had musicians perform. And so, you know, that was an opportunity for people to feel like they were getting the social element, um, getting, you know, hey, I'm gonna have a drink on a Friday night after a long week kind of fix, but then not allowing it to be habitual every single day. It was associated with relationship building and memory building. And so that allowed for a little bit of moderation and, you know, still keeping the community vibe while still social distancing and keeping people you know, in the safety of their homes as we kind of finagled the pandemic and listened to the experts and the specialists and tried to, you know, make sure we satisfied everybody within, you know, the spectrum, no matter what their beliefs were. Yeah. So as we're recording this, you have just sent your team off to semifinals. So our listeners want to know, what are CrossFit teams competing for in games? And, and how is that different from what I may do in my CrossFit workouts? Such a great question, man. Like the, the, the difference between the competitive side of, of CrossFit and the recreational side of CrossFit. And um, we're very fortunate. We actually have three teams competing at semifinals. One of them is from Invictus Sereno Valley, which is one of our locations down here in San Diego. And they are opting to do the online version and they'll be competing this upcoming weekend. And then two of our teams are headed to the West Coast Classic in Las Vegas which is where I'll head out to help coach and support our athletes. And I'm very fortunate. My girlfriend, Brittany Weiss, will be competing as well. And so it's going to be an amazing weekend. And we're very excited for our teams. They put in a lot of hard work under the, the coaching of Tino Marini, who doesn't get enough credit, our owner and founder, CJ Martin, and then two of our Invictus athlete coaches, Holden Rethwell and Hunter Britt. Um, all those guys deserve shout outs along with, you know, Karen Martin, CJ's mom and pops who's CJ's father, and they do such a great job behind the scenes helping support. And then obviously we'll have the Sea of Green, which is what, you know, we kind of have famously coined the name for, for our community, because sometimes you're on the competition floor and it is so hard. And you look up into the stands and you see this, this wide group, you know, wearing green shirts, just like this one, you know, that reek Invictus. And you think about you know, some of those tough days in the gym and you look over your left shoulder, your right shoulder, and you know, it's your tribe. And, you know, it's people striving for the common goal of, you know, I'm, I'm striving to maximize my human performance and become the best version of me. And, you know, going back to answering your question, the best version of me is relative to the individual. And so for me, you know, where I'm at currently a little bit more on the recreational side of things now is you know, I want to train so that my health biomarkers are great and my health is good. I have certain criteria that I, that I hold myself to with regards to lifting numbers in the clean and jerk and the snatch. Um, I want to be able to back squat and deadlift and press and bench press a certain numerical value that's relative to me and my goals. From a strength endurance standpoint, you know, I want to do this many strict pull-ups. I want to be able to do this many strict handstand push-ups. I want to be able to accomplish hero workouts like Murph and, you know, be able to throw down with my friends. But the intention is I want to look good, feel good and move well. And I want to be present for people around me versus when you're on the competitive side of things, it's very, I want to move the needle 1% and 
but you're willing to sacrifice a little bit more. And so, you know, you have to be a little bit more reckless. It's a little bit more outcome-based, you know, because there is a comparison or a, or a performance or a measurable marker in order to move on within each stage of the competitive season, which, you know, now it goes the open where you have to perform a series of workouts over the course of three weeks. If you do well there, you advance on to what's called quarterfinals. And both of those are typically online for the time being. After quarterfinals, you advance to what's taking place this weekend, which is the semifinals. And if you perform well at the semifinals, you get a bid to the CrossFit Games. And uh, this is the new structure that we see within the CrossFit season under the leadership of new CrossFit CEO, Eric Rosa, who took it over from Greg Glassman. And to blanket statement, answer your question, or to be a little bit broad and inclusive, the biggest shift between recreational CrossFit and competitive CrossFit is intention. You know, there's a lot more complexity also on the competitive side of things, meaning you're going to see a lot more Olympic weightlifting. You're going to see uh, ring muscle-ups, bar muscle-ups, handstand walking type things. And then on the recreational side, you're going to see a lot more goblet squatting. You're going to see kettlebell swings as opposed to Olympic weightlifting. You're going to see a lot of strict pull-ups and ring rows. You'll see handstand holds or wall climbs versus the handstand obstacle course or handstand walking. And so, you know, based on those intentions and level of intensity and what you're willing to sacrifice, that is kind of where, where they differentiate themselves a little bit. And there's magic in both of them. I always think it's very important to emphasize. One isn't better than the other. I think scaling is absolutely cool. I do it all the time. Even in my competitive days, there was times where I scaled things to maximize the benefit and the return on investment versus placing myself in contorted positions that had a higher risk. And I think sometimes there's a convoluted chaos that goes on between the headspace of an individual when they're like, oh, I'm scaling, I'm less than. No, you're not. You're, you're being smart and you're appropriately customizing the workout to your abilities today based on maximizing the return on investment. And I think that's an important differentiation in mindset because you know if you have this lump sum of money, you're not going to recklessly just invest it in something because you know, that's the cool thing to do. You're going to research it. You're going to try to do the best investment for you and your family. And that may mean that your investment is different than my investment, right? Based on where you're at in your life. And so I, I, I really do, you know, hopefully this is, this is a good platform to kind of discuss that topic. Cause I think it's a heavy topic in CrossFit right now of like, oh, I scaled the workout or, oh, I'm just doing this for fun. I'm not trying to go to the CrossFit games as if that's lesser than, and I'm like, no, 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 Your goals are different and that's okay. And if somebody's scaling a workout because they're about to, you know, go give, you know, a speech to a fortune 500 co company. And then afterward they have to, you know, be present to, to, to be mom or dad for four kids. And then they also want to make sure that they're able to cook for their four kids, digest things from that meeting, be able to, you know, connect and collaborate on whatever side hustles they have, or, just be able to go for a walk pain-free without a limp in their hip or, you know, without pain within their ankles and feet. Like, I definitely think it's important that like, if you are wearing all these different hats, you're trying to spin all these different plates. It doesn't make sense that you kill yourself at the gym and then you have nothing to give to everything else. That means that you're good in one spoke of the wheel 
versus trying your best to be good in all the spokes in the wheel. So I, I hope that gives a good uh, explanation there. It's definitely something that I personally would like to raise to the forefront of awareness and conversation. So that way fitness continues to be a place where people can express themselves and it's a form of art rather than this form of stress and work and receiving labels. Because at the end of the day, movement is medicine and it should be fun. It should be joyous. It should be our way of expressing ourselves through a universal language, really. Like not everybody speaks English, but everybody may be able to speak movement. The foundation for every good health routine starts with a multivitamin mineral formula. But what multi-formula is right for your unique body and lifestyle needs? The team at Thorne has made it simple for you to find out. Just head over to thorne.com to take a multivitamin mineral quiz. Simply answer a few questions about your diet and lifestyle, and their medical experts will recommend an ideal multivitamin mineral formula for you. Treat your body to the health it deserves with Thorne's Foundational Health Solutions. Learn more by visiting thorne.com. That's T-H-O-R-N-E dot com. We've talked a lot about, you know, being uncomfortable and the importance of that. What would you say to somebody who's on the recreational side and is a little bit hesitant or a little bit afraid to delve into the competition side? How does somebody know it's for them or, or, or what advice would you give someone to, to check out that side of, of the sport? Yeah, that's another really good question. Man. I'm, I'm loving these questions. They're so good. I, I go back to what we briefly chatted about during our little intermission, which is the four sold question, right? Look yourself in the accountability mirror while you're brushing your teeth. You can't lie to you. And those four questions that I really like are, who am I? What do I want? What is my purpose? And what am I grateful for? And I think that'll kind of give you a little bit of an understanding as to, you know, what some of your goals are. And then also there's a couple other ones at the end of every single podcast, I say to people, stay on the hunt for who you've not yet become. And so, you know, you have to ask yourself who or what am I becoming? What are you working towards? Your goals are probably way different than my goals, but I think writing them down is very important. You know, for a very long time, my goal was, hey, I want to make it to the CrossFit Games. That means that, you know, on a Friday night when, you know, some people go and, you know, they want to have a meal with friends and maybe have a couple cocktails, I'm probably either training or I'm probably thinking, hey, I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to hydrate. I'm going to maybe play with a little bit of extra hip mobility or a little bit of just like mindfulness to downregulate so that my training session tomorrow is going to be good. But that doesn't make what I'm doing better than, you know, socializing and potentially having a cocktail with, with, with some friends and building some memories just makes the goals different. As long as they're both practiced in moderation, that kind of enables people to move the needle and kind of lean into, you know, their particular goals. And so, you know, I think if somebody's hesitant to potentially get into the CrossFit competitive space, or if they're curious about it, I think Invictus programming is a great place to start. We do a great job of after somebody goes through their fundamentals course, we have two 
kind of tracks in the beginning, which we brought on during the COVID-19 pandemic. And that's motor, which is like an engine type class, which is more cardiovascular oriented. And then like muscle or a strength type class. And that, you know, kind of gives you the foundational strength for, you know, doing some of these higher level barbell things or some of this upper body gymnastics that you see. So those are two great places to start. If you want to fortify or take your journey to the next level, we then have performance and fitness. And that's more of like a CrossFit style class. Performance is more geared towards somebody that wants to, you know, potentially compete in local competitions, get a little bit more barbell work, get exposure to some of the, the complexities within the, the kipping motions within CrossFit, whether that's, you know, kipping pull-ups, kipping toes to bar, maybe the muscle up, maybe the kipping handstand push-up. So some of those more fancy type movements. And then fitness gives you the work capacity, but in its like simplest, most digestible form. So you're going to see, as I mentioned before, kettlebell swings and goblet squats and more strict handstand pushups, seated presses, lunging, you know, very simple modalities. And so you have the option then to kind of bleed within both. And then if you would like to take your journey even further, we have a competition class. And that competition class is geared towards you know, not as much like, hey, I'm trying to learn the movements. It's more so I have all the movements and now I'm trying to improve upon them. I'm trying to utilize them in a sense of work capacity. I'm trying to add speed and efficiency to them. I'm trying to find ways to have harmony between all of them. Can I do ring muscle ups while simultaneously squat cleaning very heavy while handstand walking while simultaneously, you know, utilizing the assault bike? and kind of being able to kind of intermingle and mix with all the different modalities in a wide arrangement of energy systems. And so there's lots of different options that we potentially provide. There's lots of programs out there that can kind of steer you down that path. I really like our uh, broad and inclusive funneled approach where if somebody's not interested in competing at all, we can still provide a service of enhancing body composition or adding strength to a frame and then just kind of funneling down into that complexity that we kind of mentioned. And at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Like a strict pull-up is still providing pulling strength, just like a ring muscle up. And to the human eye, people see like a ring muscle up and it like catches their eye. Like, oh my gosh, that looks so cool. But it's just different. And, you know, I think it's important to have that understanding. So that way people pick the appropriate option that serves them within their journey and doesn't leave them with catastrophic injury or a negative taste in their mouth associated with movement. Okay, we have one more question for you today. You mentioned earlier how uh, every form of CrossFit is valid, right? Every way you interact with it is, is right for you. This question speaks to something I think is out there quite a bit. So it's, I can't always make it to my CrossFit gym. Is it okay if I train other ways? Does that limit my CrossFit gains? I think it's a, a really healthy question. You know, the, I, I think sometimes, you know, we have very busy schedules, very busy lifestyles. I'll give you a couple of different angles on this question. And that is, I want people to try to make it like brushing their teeth, where it's like, if you have to, and your schedule's so rigid and so busy, set a reminder on your phone. I have some, some very successful entrepreneurs, lawyers, doctors that I'm fortunate to cross paths with who you know, if they have a 5.30 appointment with me, they're setting their alarm for five o'clock and whatever engagement they're in, hey, love you, care about you, but we need to press pause right here because I have an appointment to get to. 
And, you know, that just sets the precedent that my health and well-being is incredibly important because it serves everything else that I do. Um, I think we find ways to justify it in our head, like, oh, I have to work, I have to provide for my family. Oh, I have to do this, I have to do that. But it's like, if we set the parameters, you know, whether it's childcare or taking a break from that said task to make fitness a priority, it may be very challenging in the beginning as we're kind of ingraining that habit. But once it becomes a habit, it becomes routine. And so when you look at like the stages of learning, in the beginning, it's very like conscious competence. You're having to think about it a lot. You're having to set those boundaries with people in the workforce or with family or with your kids. But then over time, through practice, it becomes what I describe as unconscious competence, where you don't even think about it anymore. You're just like, hey, when I wake up, I brush my teeth. Before I go to bed, I brush my teeth. At this particular time, I go to the gym. And so I definitely like that perspective. Um, that's not possible for everybody. And so I always say, you know, uh, this is another one that kind of goes, goes along with lots of things that I say on, on our podcast, but it's simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. And so, you know, interval training is a great way to enhance your VO2 max, to enhance your respiratory training, to, you know, enhance your body composition. And so, you know, going for a, an interval-based run is always incredibly helpful, especially if you can run with your phone or you have a watch or you have like a little bit of like a, a reminder. I know there's lots of different forms of apps out there. Um, during the pandemic, I used SmartWatt a lot, which gives you like an EMOM type counter. And so I would do things like I'm going to go for a 30-minute run, but every three minutes, I'm going to do five burpees and 15 air squats. And so I would set the interval on, on my timer and I just go for a run and I, I kind of categorize it as increasing RPE. RPE we describe as rate of perceived exertion. And so, you know, if I was super stiff sitting on Zoom calls all day and like all I had was a 30 minute window, I was like, you know what, just get out the door. Make it to your mat is, is kind of the phrase that I say for some people or for others if, if they had a garage. It was like, hey, just make it to your garage, just show up. And so for me, you know, uh, my go-to was that one, you know, a 30 minute run every three minutes, I'm going to stop. I'm going to perform five burpees, fall down to the ground, jump and clap 15 quality air squats. And then I'm back on that run. And every interval within those 10 inter intervals, I tried to be like, okay, I'm going to give a little bit more effort here. I'm going to give a little bit more effort here. And, you know, it was a great way, you know, to get some movement in, get some hinging in, get some squatting in. Uh, while simultaneously getting outside, getting some fresh air, feeling the elements, getting, you know, some vitamin D, but then also practicing with my form of rate of perceived exertion, which is, you know, I want to be present in this moment. I don't want to be thinking about that really stressful email thread. I don't want to be thinking about, you know, the financial struggles of the COVID-19 pandemic. I don't want to be thinking about some of these other things that have been really heavy and served a little bit as a weight vest, which I know there's a lot of people out there that are still in it. And so, you know, this is an opportunity for you to narrow your mindset and really just be like, you know what, I'm going to be here now. What can I control is, is just the, the effort and enthusiasm and where I place my attention in this moment. Do your best with what you have in that moment in time and, you know, try to be creative with some of the different, you know, ways you pair couplets or triplets or running or, or rowing or double unders you know, things that have low barrier to entry. And then lastly, I really do believe that everybody needs a coach. 
And so whether that's me or whether that's somebody else that you choose to work with, I definitely rely on Tino and CJ and, you know, Holden and, you know, Brittany and different people within my circle to uh, get workout advice. And I try to, you know, get motivation from following people that put out good content on social media, because all of us need a little bit of help sometimes in our journey, man. You know, none of us are above asking for help. And, you know, at the end of the day, as, as we've kind of discussed throughout this entire podcast, it's just that we're all humans. I'm not motivated every single day. I don't feel good every single day. I'm not this chipper, you know, guy every single day. When you look at a battery, there's a positive and a negative side. And that's what enables it to have power. If the whole thing is positive, it's not realistic. It's not, it's not really that powerful. And so I think it's important that we acknowledge that there's, there's negative mindsets. There's negative ways we feel. There's negative things that happen. We can acknowledge those things and say hello to them. We just don't need to hold on to them. We need to realize, you know, what things serve us and what things don't. And I think through that process, through that maturity and through that habit stacking, you know, it enables fitness and health and wellness and, and, and positive habits to be ingrained into our total lifestyle. And then, as I mentioned, it becomes unconscious competence where it's not like this really challenging choice that we have to make. Yeah, I think that's great. As you mentioned earlier, you got to be the hero of your own story, right? But you got to find those super friends, right? Build that team out, build your board of directors, uh, you know, and, and I think you can be that for a lot of people as a source of uh, information and education. So where can our listeners find you, find your podcast, find Invictus and really utilize you as a resource? Yeah, you can find me. I'm pretty active on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at the real Bryce Smith. I'm very open to, to having conversation. I do try to get back to as many of my DMs as possible. And I strive to be as authentic as possible where, you know, some days you'll see workout stuff. Some days you'll see stuff with adventuring. Some days you'll see coaching stuff. Some days you'll see stuff with Brittany and the dogs. Um, and then obviously I try to show some love to companies like Thorn and some other companies that I'm very fortunate to cross paths with that I think provide some really good products that can help people. Um, as far as Invictus, you can find us at CrossFitInvictus.com. You can find us on YouTube as well. You can find our podcast on both Apple and Spotify. It's under the title Invictus Mindset Podcast. Uh, we're 40 plus episodes deep. I've had some incredible conversations with the likes of Mike Bergner, the famous surfer, Laird Hamilton. I've connected with some NBA strength coaches, all a wide assortment of CrossFit Games athletes. And um, I'm just so full of gratitude and so thankful to connect with you and the Thorn team today. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to reach out at the real Bryce Smith on, on, on Instagram. And I would love to connect and collaborate with you guys and, you know, create this amazing conversation towards maximizing human potential. Yeah, it's been an incredible conversation. Thank you for the time. So many knowledge darts. And uh, I, I mean, I think we're gonna have to do this again. There's just so much more I want to dive into, but I appreciate your time. And thanks everybody for listening. Uh, that was the Thorn Podcast Performance Edition. Thanks for listening to the Thorn Podcast Performance Edition. Make sure to never miss an episode by subscribing to the show on your podcast app of choice. You can also learn more about the topics we discussed by visiting thorn.com and checking out the latest news, videos, and stories on Thorn's Take 5 Daily blog. For this performance edition of the Thorn Podcast, I'm Joel Totoro, reminding everyone to stay active and stay hydrated.